Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Common Sense with the Educated Redneck, the show about everything and nothing at all. Now please welcome the Educated Redneck himself, Mr. Dan Ellison. Greetings. We finally got through last week, no show because we could not get through to the station. I hate that. I hope you didn't miss me, or maybe you should have missed me, uh, because a lot of things have happened in two weeks. Currently out on tour, folks, we have left Virginia Beach. We are sitting in a truck stop in Rollins, Wyoming. Uh, it's, been a, it's been a great trip so far. I uh, got to stop in one of my favorite places in Denver, Dank Buds. <laughs> yes. Great to be out here in the uh, land of the free, sort of. Boy, we've, uh, the world's going crazy. We'll get to that in a minute. I want to talk about the tour. Uh, if you happen to be out in the highway and you'd like to see my show, educatorredneck.com has the schedule, along with some great pictures that I have taken along the way. It has been a uh, beautiful, beautiful journey so far. And um, just trying to enjoy being out on the highway. I don't think people understand what it means to tour for four and a half months. Um, It's definitely not easy. Uh, It is definitely one of those things that will uh, get to you at times. But get to see the great country of ours. You'll see some pictures of the uh, windmills, which inhabit miles and miles and miles and miles of what was once. I know people don't like flat country, but I thought it was beautiful until they put all this shit up. And out of those hundreds of thousands of those things, only three, four of them are spinning. The rest are just sitting there looking stupid, like the people who put them in. But if you go to EducatedRedneck.com and go to the schedule page, you will see, of course, this show on Monday, my radio rant tomorrow morning on another radio show. And then if you come down, you will see Joker's and Jester's Commodore. We will be a Grey Eagle, California, if they haven't burned down or flooded out, whichever one California is doing today. <laughs> Man, they're they having some problems there. Prayers for them and their firefighters because they're going to need it. And I want to talk some about Lahaina today because if it ain't obvious to you, I, I don't know what's going to make it obvious. Also, if you hear a noise in the background, I'm sorry. They are 
doing construction at this gas station, and this is where I am, and this is where I'm at. So, going to be an interesting show today. Of course, I'm going to get some commercials out of the way early so that we can get into some serious conversations. Um, don't know what else to say to get the show started. Just uh, sitting here watching people die day after day. It's another details emerge. Here, Angus Cloud's cause of death, Euphoria Star. We'll see what, what the cause of death was. says, new details have emerged concerning the cause. It was sudden. Oh, yeah. They say he didn't kill himself. His mother said he didn't kill himself. Now, who are you going to believe? Who are you going to believe? Overdosed accidentally and tragically. Well, so that's not a Rona Max death, but it is part of the new depression sweeping the country as people are faced with the true biting economics, which is gas creeping back up to $4 a gallon, inflation running rampant, gas, food prices exploding. Yeah, what a great job he's doing. Mm, sorry, I'm drinking my drink. Oh, by the way, if you haven't tried Celtic sea salt, make it part of your day. It definitely um, changes things. So, oh, what's this? Legendary Eagle Star died on Saturday. Oh, he was 85, so... It's a rarity to see people actually living at 85 anyhow. So let's run some, let me see where the commercials are. Let's run some commercials, get the first commercial break out of the way, and then we will get on with the show. Did you know that every time you swipe your debit card, those behind-the-scenes transaction fees make the big banks even richer? In 2016 alone, these fees added up to $60 billion. Yes, that's billion with a B. Well, what if there was a way to have the convenience of a debit card, but reroute those fees from the banksters to organizations actually doing good in the world? Organizations that protect the environment or feed hungry children? What if your swipes could literally change the world? Well, Groundswell SPC has found a way to do just that. We've designed a Visa debit card program that shares transaction fees with your favorite cause. Groundswell partners with nonprofit organizations that promote the card to their supporters. Their supporters then use the card to power the mission of the nonprofit. It's a win-win-win for everyone, except the big banks, of course. Groundswell is about to launch its first cards into market, and we're inviting you to be part of this movement as an investor in the company. Go to WeFunder.com backslash Groundswell card to learn more. Set up a free WeFunder account and invest in Groundswell today and get your money on mission. Hello, everyone. I want to introduce you 
to our friends at marty.com. At Marty, you can stock up on all your pantry items and other household items for way, way cheaper than traditional grocery stores. I like that most of the items are organic. Also, I really dig their one-cent deal of the day. It changes every single day. I recently snagged a 10-ounce bag of dog treats for Chewbacca for a penny. Normally, they sell on their site for $7.99. With the upcoming food shortages, this is my favorite place to stock up on canned goods. If you live in the mountain or Pacific time zones, you need to get with Marty.com. M-A-R-T-I-E.com. Look for our link on our FreedomizerRadio.com website and get a $10 free just because I told you to go there. Marty.com. Great deals, good feels. Peace, what's up, y'all? This is Ninja Scroll. Check out my newest album, Renewed Mind, with songs like this. Salve Coagula. Salve Coagula. Tear down and rebuild the whole system. Bible prophecy fulfilled. Snakes in the grass. Son of a dish. Snakes in the grass. Rally through the high pass. Traps all laid out. Avoid the bomb blast. I got ya. I got ya right where I want ya. Like a raw line in the field. I stalk ya. Creep up on ya. Peeps on your aura. Laying in wait. Ready to pounce on ya. Once I get ya, you'll be a goal. Can you hear me now? Hey, just all part of the game. Ain't the scene was so long. Now it's time to open up your eyes. Look at how you're living. Just to follow where we're staying. And the new norms, the new world order. Yeah, go get yours right now at official ninjascroll.web.com. That's official ninjascroll.web.com. Trying to show you everything, but you ain't care. Got you running scared. It's fear that is the main weapon. Peace to the people that was always prepping. I'm stepping on toes trying to wake you up. And we're back. I got Herman in tow. Say good morning, Herman. Great day. How you doing, man? Well, I'm out on the highway, as I said, uh, sitting out here in the campfire that is the Pacific Northwest right now. They are burning. Man, have, have you seen all the Lahaina coverage lately? Yeah. Have you seen how the people there are saying they're coming in trying to buy our land? These people Oops. just lost hundreds of people, lost all their belongings, and the leeches are already showing up. Oh, yeah. That's what it's about. Yeah, that was the... Look, if you believe that a fire burned so hot that it melted the rims on cars and burned houses to the foundation and didn't burn the trees, and That's also was able to burn across concrete cement. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, this is it also it missed all of the rich people's places. None of them oh. even got any damage. Amazing. That's how it went that's amazing how this happened. It's just all incredible. the rich people are skipped. Hmm. It's, it's like, like that when it's like fire. that when it's like that when lasers come out of the sky. Yeah. Yeah. That, those were definitely directed energy weapons. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. And they wanted those people out of there. 
and those people were going to stay there forever, and they knew it, and they were going to pass it on to their family members, and they knew it, and they weren't going to take your million dollars because they valued the land more, and they knew it. So they tried to burn them out. Uh, that's, a, that's a theme in history, isn't it? Didn't they do something to burn down Black Wall Street? Yeah, that's been, uh, that's been Black Wall Street, uh, also in Florida. You know, it's, it's been going on for years. Now, back in the day, remember they said, okay, now this, is, now this goes with the Bible. They said, no more water, but fire next time. Now, for me, I understood that a lot of dams, under these dams are black villages and towns. So yep. this time, instead of water and damming them up, now they're burning people out this time. And, and people go, oh, you're conspiracies. Okay, explain to me how a house burned to a foundation and a tree setting 10 feet away didn't. Amazing. Tell me. And also, why are they locking it down? They have the place locked down so you can't get in. There's videos now of people actually coming in from the ocean to avoid the police that are on the shore. Why are they trying so hard to keep everybody out of this? It's called a cover-up. Exactly. It's called a cover-up. I must keep you out so I can cover it up. You know, why do you think they're getting rid of all of the information from COVID? It's a cover-up. Yeah. Why do you think that they got made sure that every part of the World Trade Center was carted away before any analysis could be done? It's a cover-up. When a building blows up just like any other building falls down to the ground from any time you set off uh, bombs under the building and they implode. So it's no different. The buildings didn't fall sideways. They didn't fall and tear up the rest of New York. They failed perfectly. And also, don't forget, they were a quarter of a mile tall. Yes. A quarter of a mile tall, yet the rubble pile was barely 100 foot tall. Thank you. So where did it go? It disintegrated some kind of way. Yeah. See, we have energy weapons that I don't think people comprehend. Yes. Because what they admit to is a quarter of what they have. And they do have directed energy weapons that can basically vaporize a structure. And if you watch that tower fall, it didn't fall like steel and girders. It turned to dust. It vaporized. It disappeared into dust dust and, and and to its footprint and it's funny how three buildings fell that day yes three kids don't forget seven and it wasn't yep. hit by an airliner it was hit by falling debris it had it had anything but uh um the, the damage was not symmetrical yet yeah. the building fell symmetrically like the other two buildings without symmetrical damage fell symmetrically all of them fell at three fall with no resistance, even though the damage was in the upper floors, and if you study anything about physics, the top 20 floors were not enough to crush the other 80 floors. It didn't yeah. have the momentum without something taking those floors out. And then you have video after video of the firemen going, and then there was boom, 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 
like those explosions you see on TV, yet nobody brought them in to testify. Nobody wanted to talk about it. They carried all of the dust and debris off. They found molten metal in the basement burning weeks after the initial explosion, and they ignored all of it, just like they're doing Lahaina, just like they did California. They are burning us out to make sure nobody can live outside a city because we're impossible to control when we live outside of a city, and they're going to stuff everybody into a 15-minute city, drive an electric golf cart with your funds controlled, and if you say one bad thing, they will take your life away. Demolition man. It's demolition man. It is. Demolition man. See, once you get into the demolition man right now, we had to do that after the abomination. Okay? Yep. Everybody has to realize it's in the words. You know, I was telling you the other day that if Martin Luther King would, was alive today, what would he be, Democrat or Republican? And I tell everyone he would be a Republican because he stated before he passed away, has he not led his children into a burning house? What house is that? The House of Democrats. Exactly. And he was telling you about the lies of the politicians that were using us to get into office, but once they got into office, they did nothing to protect the black community. So he was saying, why is there anything left of truth within the Democratic Party? Is there any truthful soul within the Democratic Party? Well, I think we got our answer to that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, there's one that appears to be coming to the surface, and that's Robert Kennedy Jr. And Mm -hmm. he is being ostracized by the Democrats. And it's funny, because as long as you sing from the Democrat hymn book, you're accepted. But the second you change the tune, you're not. Well, see, the Democratic Party right now, people have to realize with this pizza gate and and hot dogs and things that are going on, when Donald Trump started talking about Hillary Clinton and all that she was, well, you have to think, that's what Martin Luther King was talking about. Uh, And people say, what do you mean? Martin Luther King was talking about, Martin Luther King was saying the same thing that Donald Trump is saying right now. And people don't know how to correlate it because of the black situation and the white situation. Take away the color. Look at what they're representing. Exactly. Period. Exactly. Look they at what want, they're saying. They want to separate you by color so you don't look at what – this is obvious. Anybody with a set of eyeballs or like, well, you're conspiracy – this is a conspiracy theory, folks. Explain to me how all of these things are just happening – Nobody can explain the fire. Nobody can explain where it started. Nobody can explain how it spread. Nobody can explain how it jumped from house to house to house to house to house without getting the trees, burning sidewalks, melting cars, and magically killing all these people who don't have any heirs, and then they're going to swoop in. They've already said so. The governor said we're going to 
We're going to determine how it's going to be rebuilt. So just because there's a fire, burned it down, now we can change all the laws, all the rules, and screw you, and we're going to give it to rich people, and you're going to shut up, and you're going to like it. Well, first of all, what they did was they changed the In order to change everything, they had to change the landscape, okay? Because in order to, communi- to, to like I say, my new word, communitize us, uh, the landscape has to be changed in order to put you in these made, homemade cities, these pre-made cities, prefab cities, uh, and prefab communities. So, therefore, in order to change it, they burn it down. They can come in with bulldozers. They can change hills into flatlands. They can do anything they want to do. They can put up cameras, surveillance. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Everything's right there. They can change everything. They're going to change the entire landscape. That's the key. Oh, exactly. It's terrible, that, man. It is. And, and the, the terrible thing is there's no way to stop it. The people there are trying to stand up to it. But if we don't support the people, then everybody's going to be, oh, the government's there to help. The government ain't there to help, folks. Remember, the government spent over $100 billion in Ukraine, and it won't give them a, a, a quarter of that. They Ukraine, won't give them a fraction of that. Ukraine is what it is because Ukraine is a place where they run children trafficking through. They run drugs through Ukraine. Ukraine is a terrible place. And a lot of the elite know what's going on in Ukraine, period. They've been running children through Ukraine for so long that it's sickening. And no one wants to talk about things. Just like right now, everything is going on. What about all the people dropping dead from COVID right now? Of course, let's talk about fire. Let's talk about Ukraine. Because right now, as, as we speak, people are probably dropping dead right now on the news channel right now somewhere. Because people are dropping dead suddenly from COVID. From, oh, from, from the shot. You've yeah. seen they're, they're hyping the new strain. That's the beginning. They, they're laying the foundation. Biden is slowly reintroducing lockdowns, and they're going to try to shut us down so we can have another plagiarized and papered election, shall we say. They're going to shut down all at one time. I don't know how long it's going to be, but they keep saying it. They're going to shut down for six to eight months, six to nine months we'll be shut down. You know what I say to that? They can kiss my ass. I ain't doing it. I didn't do it the first time. I sure as hell ain't going to do it the second time. But this time they're trying to take you off the grid totally. What they're going to do is get rid of electricity, lights, of course, goes with that, all phones, all communications. Yep, sir. They're going to shut that down for six months. It won't be no more radio. It'll be AM radio broadcast. It's a shame, dude. And if you're not able to go back to old school, you're not going to make it. No. Well, you've seen, I don't know if you've seen it, but probably have. They uh, said that if the grid were to go down for 90 days, just 90 days, that over half of America would die. Ninety days. Over half of America would die. Oh, yeah. And people go, oh, that's, no, that's not, folks. 
these cities have barely three days worth of food in them. If there's no gas, there's no trucks. If there's no trucks, there's no deliveries. If there's no deliveries, there's no food. You've got three, six, seven million people inside of a city, and then there's no food. I'm sure they're going to all share, right? It's just going to be mass chaos, and people are going to be killing people, and that will be their excuse to implement martial law just like the Rona was the excuse to shut us down. Yeah. And it's a crying shame that we're going to sit here and watch it happen and let it happen, and people are not going to do anything about it. Well, you can't. When you have every ability you have, the government gave it to you. Okay. If we don't understand what God-given abilities are, I don't care what religion you stand for. I don't care what spirit you talk. If you don't know what your natural, let's leave God out of it, your natural abilities, okay? Because everything is an argument or a disagreement. Your natural abilities, if you can't utilize your natural abilities soon, we're going to be in trouble, whoever can't. Well, that's why they took it out of schools and stuff. They don't want people to have the ability to make something out of nothing. Because then you don't need the government. No. They got rid of the MacGyvers of the world. They certainly, that's what they have done. They've turned, you stand there and watch these people when their car breaks down and they don't have a clue as to what to do. If something breaks in the house, they don't have a clue as to what to do. When I grew up, it wasn't until I was well into my late teens that I understood you could take your car to get it fixed somewhere. Because we always fixed our own. And now they make it so you've got to have a $25,000 computer to talk to the computer in the car so that there's no way you can fix it on your own. Well, that's, why I'm driving the 19, that's why I'm driving the 1992. And I'm driving a 94. <laughs> you know? It's sad. People don't, yeah. People don't get it, man. And it, people and don't get it. Taught it's for convenience. It's being, you know, that those were, those were difficult jobs. Why should anybody have to do those jobs? Why not? Just pay somebody to do that. Yeah. Just pay somebody to do it. I remember uh, that started, you know, it started with small things like I don't need to wash my dishes. I have a dishwasher. Yep. Okay. The more things we utilize to replace things, the more we want to replace everything. And that's how it is. Now we do a lot of useless growing. I have a beautiful lawn outside, but you have nothing in your backyard to eat. Exactly. You know, that's if amazing. If you tried to grow a garden in the front of your house, the city council would come down and shut you down. Oh, yeah. How You're dare you? You're not allowed to do that. How dare you try to grow? And, and, and part of that absurdity is out here in the desert southwest in that they try to grow grass and water this. 
Plants aren't supposed to grow in a desert dipshit. So you have precious water supplies because you're in a desert. You put 20, 30, 40 million people in a desert, and then you start wondering about where you're going to get your water. And then they say, well, droughts are going to last forever. And then Mother Nature comes along and goes, nope. And now they got so much water they don't know what to do with. Yeah. Because weather runs, weather runs in cycles. That's what weather runs in. There's going to be dry periods. There's going to be wet periods. There's going to be cold periods. There's going to be warm periods. It's been that way forever. And when you decide to start making your decision on what you say the weather is going to be and you start becoming weathermen and meteorologists and you have the prediction of whatever it is versus saying, hey, this is the cycle of what's been going on for for, for years on end. Yep. Let me follow what's been here in history forever versus coming up with my own conclusions. Well, think about this. If you've ever built a home, you must design that home for a 100-year flood. So why? The only reason why is because everybody recognizes weather comes in cycles, and so you have to build for the worst cycle, which is a 100-year cycle. Yeah. But what difference does that make to an architect? All he has to do is make sure he's high enough for a 100-year flood. So that tells you that they expect the weather to be bad in 100-year cycles because weather runs in 100-year cycles. Uh, yeah, but they're not going to listen to you. No. You're making too much dang gum sense. Uh, I, I love, this is my favorite challenge to equal somebody who's all in on global warming. I say to this, name me one. I'll make this easy. Name me one weatherman that can tell you for the next seven days exactly what the highest temperature is going to be, exactly what the lowest temperature is going to be, when it's going to rain, and where it's going to rain. Because you should be able to do seven days that accurately before I believe that you can predict 100 years from now. Thank you. That's like saying my newborn can do the hurdles, the 100-meter hurdles, but it can't walk yet. (laughs) Yeah. Because they're both basically the same thing. Walking and running are basically the same thing. Weather Mm -hmm. forecasting and forecasting 100 years in the future are basically the same thing. Today's weather is walking 100 years from now, is running, and hell, right now, we can't even crawl. Because we can have satellite, satellite, uh, I mean, planes and radar on the ground watching a hurricane coming to land, but until it makes landfall, nobody knows where it's going to hit. Now, how, how the hell can you not know where that storm's going to hit, but you know 100 years from now what the weather cycles are going to be? Because you can't do it. If you can't tell me the weather tomorrow to the degree with satellites and all the maps and all the things you have right now, if you can't tell me specifically what it's going to be tomorrow, then why the hell should I believe you can do 100 years? Yes. 
And my thing is, I'm trying to ask a question. Everybody says the world is round. Who the hell flew up to take the picture of it? Again, not we. You and me always go over this. Knowledge you learn, you you live, and there's a knowledge you've been taught. Yeah. Because we seven people say the world is round, and everybody. And I don't know whether it's flat or round, but I know one thing: I'm walking on a flat ground. And when I look across anywhere in the world, I can't walk up anywhere, and I can't walk down anywhere. And if I walk around, it's on this flat surface that I'm walking around on. Who took the picture of the Earth from outer space? That's all I'm saying. Give me the name and, of the photographer. And we went to the moon with the computing capacity of a calculator, landed with an aluminum foil craft that was basically flimsy as hell. Yeah. Had a camera crew there to videotape all of it and broadcast it back to Earth even though at that time there was no capabilities of doing such things. None whatsoever. And then we spent all of that what would be trillions of dollars in today's money. We lost all the tapes and all the data and how we did it. And even though we have more computing and AI and uh, what I have in my hand was 7 million times what they had to land on the moon, we can't go back because we don't know how. Because that's the was... best. Imagine, imagine, here, here's, try this. Imagine, let's put it in terms where maybe somebody will relate. Uh, a woman gives her husband a camera, and he's going on a business thing. And he goes on the business thing, and he records everything, and then he comes home and says to his wife, uh, I lost all the data. I don't know what happened. I, I recorded it, and I really went there, but... I lost all the data. I'm sorry. It just doesn't exist, and I can't go back and recreate it, so you just got to take my word that I went and I was I behaved myself. Yeah, and that's why I was. <laughs> take my word for it. I lost, my plane, I lost my plane reservations. You yep. can't go back and pull the information. Anything. You can't track how I got there. Yeah, you can't track how I got there. I can't even tell you how I went because it was in all the information I lost. Yeah. But I definitely went. I definitely went. Trust me. Trust me. One small pe- step for a husband, one giant leap for mankind. Yeah. And this is how the world wants us to think. Just let it go and ride it out. Let's if this short- conversation I wanted to have with you last week. If you look at all this stuff in the long run, what does it matter? Really, what does it matter in the long run? In the long run, who's president and all this stuff? Because in the end, everybody's going to die. And then all this stuff that you've done here doesn't matter. In the end, what does it matter? Because you know what's going to happen, Dan? You're going to enjoy this year all the way through December, right? Yep. And you're going to do the same thing you've done each year, right? Now, I'm going to do everything I've done now to December. And it's close to some of the same things I did last year. Now, in the end, we're going to talk every day on this show about something that truly does not directly affect us. True. Because you live each and every day 
and we can talk about things that are outside of our world and discuss them all day. Until we ride through the fires, we don't know what's going on, but we really are not truly affected. You know, we're not truly directly affected by things. We come close to things. Yeah, you can have care and concern. Yeah. But how is it truly affecting you? If you're not directly affiliated, how does it truly affect you? And to be truthful is, not at all. You have empathy, you have sympathy, you have concern, but how does it truly affect you? Not Not at at all. all. The only people it affects are the people that are living it. Yes. And see, that comes into your life, too, that there'll be some tragedy befall you maybe in the course of a year or something happened to you that will directly affect you. But as far as the president coming to help you, no. And it, no. You're basically on your own no. in this world. No. When the ambulance comes to pick you up, do you care whether you're a Democrat or Republican? No, you don't. You know, anything that you deal with in life, you don't ask the person, are you a Trump supporter or are you a Biden supporter? I mean, you don't. You just live life. Yeah. Until you sit down and people decide to have conversation. Yep. Yeah. Because that's all it is. It's a con. It's a conversation. It's something, like I said, when I hear the word con, why are we having the conversation? Why are we, why are we talking? Are we talking or having a conversation? Because a conversation is something that has nothing to do with you. When we talk, I can say, hey, Dad, how are you today? I'm fine, man. How's your car running? We're talking. Yeah. We're talking. We're speaking. Where's the con in it? There's no con. The con comes from me saying, hey, Dan, did you hear about the fight around the corner? That has nothing to do with you. It has nothing to do with me. Right. It's the conversation I've conned you into this versus a sensational sensational speaking. See, it's a con versus something that's sensational. Con versus sensation. Con versus sensation. A con versus sensation. If I'm talking to you, I'm having something. Is you going to have a – if I'm talking to you, you get something from it because we're speaking to one another based on one another. A conversation has nothing to do with you. It's a con. It has nothing to do with you. I don't care if they're trying to they're not, they might not be trying to take anything from you except for your time. It's a con. And somebody said, Let's have a conversation. They might say, Let us waste some time. <laughs> See that's that's the whole thing. when we talk, I get so much out of it. It helps me see things from a different light. To see things from a different perspective, to see the world around me, and then I listen to what you say, and I don't instantly go, Herm's crazy. I go, Herm told me this for a reason. Now, it's up for me to decipher what the reason was, as it affects my world. And as much as we want to be president or in charge or change the whole world, all we can do, Herm and I, is change the area right around us. But when you plant that seed, it grows. And if enough people out there planting seeds, enough of it grows, 
but you can actually affect what's going on. I'm not saying you can change it, but you can affect it. But everybody wants to just sit on the sideline, do what is easy, do what doesn't take effort. Oh, look at that, would you? Herman got dropped again. <laughs> well, you know what that means? That means it's time for... That means it's time for commercial break so I can go get Herm back on the line. They are determined for us not talk. So uh, I'll be right back with Herman in tow. My fellow Americans, it looks like some things have changed. Are we doing a good enough job teaching our children what America is and what she represents? Younger parents aren't sure that an appreciation of America is the right thing to teach modern children. We're not going to make America great again. It was never that great. When I drive into a neighborhood and there are American flags, it's a message of white supremacy. I'm warning of an eradication of the American memory that could result in an erosion of the American spirit. We need to completely dismantle the police department. If we forget what we did, we won't know who we are. We've got to do a better job of getting across that America is free, and freedom is special and rare. Freedom of speech, freedom of religion, freedom of enterprise. As long as we remember our first principles and believe in ourselves, the future will always be ours. Ours was the first revolution in the history of mankind that truly reversed the course of government, and with three little words, we the people. We the people are free. Once you begin a great movement, there's no telling where it'll end. Hi, I am Broccoli Man. I want to tell you about the upcoming food shortage. We are going to have a worldwide depression thanks to COVID lockdowns. You need to have a food supply. Don't wait in a food line and get a microchip. You need to grow your own. The easiest and best way is with Ground with a Garden. Ground with a Garden. Grow your own hydroponic garden indoors or outside in a vertical container garden. You all know me. I am serious about my broccoli and non-GMO food. I spend long days fighting globalist crime rings. This gardening solution is easy and does not take a lot of time. Trust me, you will be thankful you did it. That is groundwithagarden.com. Go there today protect your family and lessen the effects of the global food shortage. Groundwithagarden.com Paul, where is your letter of recommendation? Pete, the Corinthians hearts are my letter. Paul, that is utter bull malarkey.
Daniel 11:32 through 36 warned us of the one who will deceive with flatteries saying that we are free from the law. There is a freedomizer broadcast called Everlasting Covenant Study Free from Paul. It airs from noon to 3 p.m. Pacific, 1 to 4 Mountain, and 2 to 5 Central every Saturday. Join Rachel Hodge 3 to 6 Eastern Saturdays by calling 3195276208. I will not call 3195276208, crafty fellow that I am I should have caught her with trickery. No chance Paul. Everlasting Covenant Study Free from Paul airs noon to 3 Pacific on Saturdays. Please check out our sponsor, Save Around. Save Around coupon books have been with us for several years, and they help you save money when going out to eat, renting a car, buying flowers, and all kinds of other good stuff. The good thing is you can view the coupon books before you buy. Please go to our website, freedomizerradio.com, and click on the Save Around book that you'll see right next to our chat room. Like I said, you could preview it before you purchase, and hopefully you'll save yourself some money and help us as well. Please check it out. Hello, everyone. I want to introduce you to our friends at Marty.com. At Marty, you can stock up on all your pantry items and other household items for way, way cheaper than traditional grocery stores. I like that most of the items are organic. Also, I really dig their one-cent deal of the day. It changes every single day. I recently snagged a 10-ounce bag of dog treats for Chewbacca for a penny. Normally, they sell on their site for $7.99. With the upcoming food shortages, this is my favorite place to stock up on canned goods. If you live in the mountain or Pacific time zones, you need to get with Marty.com, M-A-R-T-I-E.com. Look for our link on our FreedomizerRadio.com website and get a $10 free just because I told you to go there. Marty.com. Great deals, good feels. Well, we're back. I had to go pick Herman back up. It seems that the powers that be keep cutting us off. They made it so we couldn't have the show last week, and now I got Herman back on phone, and they're cutting him off in mid-sentence. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know how it is, man. Sometimes you have good you could have good versation. Take the con out, and you, they don't like that. Now they don't. They don't like it when people who are opposites can uh, actually connect right down to the base level. Yeah. That's why they try to separate everybody by color or what your sport team is or what city you live in. Or we're all here together, kids. We're all in this whatever this is, and we're living it. Did you see that thing I sent you about the simulation yesterday? Yeah. About the brain? Mm-hmm. I never thought of it that way, but seriously, folks, what, what this video basically said was, your brain is where you make everything. So yeah. Herman has a brain, and I have a brain. 
are our brains on the outside? No, our brains are in a dark spot, secluded from any outside source. But then the brain uses its senses of sight, smell, sound, and from that, it constructs the world you live in. Right. So, when you get down to what the idea behind the Matrix was, it doesn't seem that far-fetched anymore. No. We all come. We all start from a dark place. Yes. Which is an idea. It has no light around it. It has no substance. It has no form. It's just an idea. Those ideas are manifested through the senses that we have, which are more than five, and we come together, and through that thought, we take the materials that we have on this earth bind them together, utilize them in different ways to create what we want to think is the entire idea. Think about it. Rowing a boat starts off by thinking that you can float on water. It doesn't start off with a boat. Right. It doesn't start off with a boat. It it starts off with the idea of somehow you can float on water. And from floating on water gives you construction of a boat idea all the way through how the mechanics and everything, oars and all the way up to a motor. It, it takes you through this. And you've got to have the holders for the oar, the holders for the motor. Everything you have to think about that the mind projects and you put it into physical fruition. You put it into physical thought. You make it a physical thing. It's very heavy to think in that manner. You construct the world you want. That's right. Yes, because you are a cellular structure. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And being a cellular structure, when we manifest things, it's like you you go to sleep and everything, your, your body constantly dies, okay? And you're being renewed, being replaced with new cells every day. But now these new cells are created out of the nature of your thoughts, okay? Your new cells are created out of the nature of your thoughts. That lets me know I better get busy thinking the right thoughts. I better think healthy thoughts because my word is creating. You see, that's the word being made flesh, your body of flesh, your body of affairs, and the world of circumstances are all created out of your word, what you think, what you say, and what you feel about yourself. That's creation. Yes. That's exactly what that is. Yeah. And those thoughts tie. Everybody say, is it scientifically? Is it biblically? Okay, well, first of all, How can you divide something, number one, that every thought that we're having is just a thought that comes from all thoughts and all thinking, okay? So is there right or wrong of all these thoughts from all this? Are there just things to look at and to take into consideration because they're just thoughts? And if you open up to every thought, you expand your world. 
doesn't yes. mean you have to agree with it. But you should be open to the fact that it could be. Anything is possible yet probable. Okay? So that's opening up the thought that you suggest that it could be. When you decide to cut off that suggestion that it could be, then it won't. Period. Can't is the only true word. Because once I say I can't, I'm true. I can't do that. Well, then don't do it. Then you proved yourself right. Yeah. It's the only true word is I can't. And the and the word can't for myself personally is like some people say they can't, but have you tried? Exactly. You know, have you tried? Now, I'll accept you can't. If you're willing to try. Now, if you don't have wow. legs, I'm not expecting for you to walk. Exactly. If you don't have hands, I'm not expecting for you to wave. So I'm not talking something that you have to consider that's impossible and unconceivable. I'm talking things that are possibly doable. Now, if you say you can't do something that it looks like you possibly it's doable, I'll, I'll say, okay, you can. But if you were not willing to try, I can't agree with that you can't. Exactly. You know, that's, you know, and the world has now been developed into a point where people say, I can't, but they're not willing to try. This is a laziness. This is not a consistency with the, the inability. Right. Not you have the inability. It's it's a lack of consistency in wanting to try, which means nine times a ten you're late or spoiled. See, I have a problem with that myself in that I really do like to just blaze around in a day and not think. But in the end of the day, I end up sitting there going, I've wasted a day. And you've only got so many days on this planet. So truly that was a wasted day when I did nothing, but at the same time, you do need days to do nothing and rejuvenate your head to just relax. Yeah. But you've got to strike a balance. And that balance is way off kilter in the United States because we spend way too much time just running the rat race without thinking. You know, I've got to have this. I've got to have that, which means I've got to work this many hours. I've got to make this much money. Why do you got to have TV? Because, I mean, when I grew up, we did have a TV, but it was very rarely on. It, you know, you go to most people's houses now, the TV's on. It just runs all day. But when we were younger, if nobody was sitting watching the TV, it was turned off. Yeah. But now the TV just plays to nobody. It's always, see, the, the, the TV is... Continual programming, okay? When they have you to where TV is a necessity in your life, you have to get up and you got to turn on the TV. You got to get up and you turn on the radio. When people get in the car, people have to listen to the radio. I don't have to watch TV. I'm sitting in my house now. I don't have to watch TV. I get in my car. I don't like listening to the radio. And people say, why? Because I love my own thoughts. 
Yeah. I love taking the time to think. Period. And radio is on the highway. You know that as you've traveled. Mm-hmm. That's where you get the most good thoughts. That's where your thoughts really get a chance to flow and run through and go over and try to decide, you know, what's right, what's wrong, what's good, what's bad. And if you don't have anything to listen to, you can really solve a lot of problems in your head talking to yourself. Yeah. You can. I talk to myself when there's no one else to talk to. And people can question why I do it, but it's because I need to sometimes sort things within myself. That's the hey, best I'm going to throw you a curveball on that question, though, and this is one of these things that one of my one of my uh, one of my thoughts that I have that I still haven't figured out. When you talk to yourself, you talk to yourself in whatever language you're basically talking in. Correct. Correct. All your thoughts are words. All your uh, images of stuff appear in your head. All your smells appear in your head. Now, what if you were born deaf and blind and with no senses? How do you communicate in your head? (laughs) (laughs) You have no language. You have no sight. You have no sound, but yet there's no doubt in my mind that you have some kind of internal dialogue. What language is that in? What? How I, is it? I'll I, I put it like this. Okay. It's whatever language it is, it's the same language that when you're awake, you know to breathe. But when you're asleep, you know when to breathe. When you're asleep, you know when to swallow. When you're asleep, okay, you know how to. Your, your, it, it, when you're asleep, you know when you have to go to the bathroom. Uh, you wake you up. How is that? What is that? Whatever you're speaking of is that right there. Yeah. Because, see, that's the one that gets down to me. How do you communicate with yourself when you have no language? Do you develop a language? Do you develop. I mean, because my thoughts are in English. I have no doubt about that. But if you never heard English and you never heard a sound and you never saw a thing, what is the things that are in your head communicating? Instinct. I would love to find that question out. Because I think that would be the true God speak. Instinct is the only thing that brings you to that because everything else is explained. Yes. Everything else is explained. Instinct and our instincts are the only thing that are unexplainable. Why do we just do things? Okay, okay, have you ever have you ever dropped something and caught it before it hit the, hit the ground? Yes. Now you lost sight of it and you dropped it, but you were able to catch it before it hit the ground. And you say, now what made my hand? Well, first of all, how did I know I released it? And second of all, once it was released, how did I know to retreat? And I don't, it wasn't a thought. 
You know what I'm saying? I do. It's not even a thought. How come when somebody startles you, your body instantly goes into flight or fight? Yeah, instantly. Instantly. You don't have to think it. Your body just goes right to that realm. Your heart picks up. Your blood picks up. Your adrenaline picks up. Your reactions pick up. Your uh, sensitivities pick up instantly. Snap of a finger. You didn't think of it. It was all automatic as if somebody threw a switch. But in the opposite direction, it's the same way. Say, for instance, you're having a good conversation with somebody, and everybody's laughing. Oh, man, you know what I'm saying? And your body says, it's time to go to sleep. Yes. And you got to tell everybody, hey, y'all, I'm having a good time, but, hey, I got to lay it down. You know you can't take it a step further than where you are right now. You've got to go lay down. Your body is shutting down, and you're trying to beat it to shutting down. You're trying to get somewhere comfortable because your battery ran low. Something says shut off now. You know? Well, it's the same with dreams. Your, your body puts dreams on, and you are there, and you're a participant, but you're not in control. Now, I do do lucid dreaming. I've learned how to control a dream. I love controlling dreams. But at the same time, at some points in my dreams, I will actually say, let's see what my mind can come up with and set back as an observer to watch you, the dream to see what my mind's thinking about. You know where you can see a lot of dreams? Where? Netflix. They're nothing but dreams. That's true. They're nothing but dreams. You know, you can see a lot of dreams. Turn on the news. That's all a dream. Somebody dreamt of that. Oh, yeah. Everything you look at. Mockingbird is real. Yeah. Everything you look at and notice is a dream. If you look at a picture in a picture frame, somebody dreamed of a picture. Somebody dreamed of a camera. Somebody dreamed of that the camera making images. And somebody dreamed of the picture frame to which you put those pictures in and zone your calendar. They're all dreams. And collectively, this whole world is based on a whole bunch of collective dreams and thoughts. And everybody sees it through a construct made in their mind. So even though we are both seeing the same construct, my construct has my constructs on it, and yours does too, but somehow we talk about them as if they're the same thing. Yes. There you go. And see, that goes to the interconnectivity, though, uh, if we are made of atoms and they are moving and we are made of atoms that somehow are solid because they're still moving, then we are connected by the space in between us because each electron is connected to another electron. So even though you're in Virginia Beach and I'm in Wyoming, we are still connected electrically, even though it may be at a distance. We are still connected. And that goes to the old saying when people say, they, well, I felt it when they died. That's true. No. We are all interconnected. And now with the CIA and FBI and all of them, they have machines that can pick thoughts and words from your heads. That should tell you we're all connected. We, all of those things, there's nothing new under the sun. Okay? Period. Nothing new. 
right now, when one group of people comes in and does something, they didn't do a lot of discovering and building because they're conquerors. So the things that are around people who conquer, those things existed before you conquered the people, just like the cities that New York was already built. When the British came here, there were buildings already here, period, when things, things were already constructed. So when we look at the history that people change, it's just trying to find out the truth of what people are trying to bury. Yes. Okay? Because who's ever in charge right now, and I can't really get into deep thoughts because it's, it goes beyond just black and white. Because like I told you, next month, my status, I told you what it will be. I'll be, a, I'll be a white man. Not a white man, but I'll be white. So, <laughs> you know, people say, what are you doing? I'll be white. Okay? Hey, white is a status. It's not a color. <laughs> and I want to change my status. <laughs> <laughs> Man, <laughs> you know, I thought I would try it out. You know, you know, everybody's changing everything. They want to change uniformly. I'm just changing something sensibly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, hey, I don't want to be a girl. Hey, I don't want to be a child. I don't want to be anything. I don't want to be trans, trans, so I don't want to be any of that. I just want to be white. Hey. <laughs> About where everybody's switching things up, I'll get in the trend. You know what I'm saying? Hey, <laughs> and why not? Why not? Why not? Why not? Like I said at that one time, a, a, a dude acting like a chick is wearing woman face. So he puts woman on his ID card, right? So hey, is the guy I'll with the? I certainly go with you being white. Thank you. <laughs> If that guy has a penis and breast and he can be a girl, hey, I can be white. Why not? <laughs> it's transracial. <laughs> there you go. I'm transracial. <laughs> I'm biracial. <laughs> oh, my God, man. See, that's... That's how you break down constructs, though, is you make fun of them. Yeah. And that's all that is, is a construct. Yeah. We are who we are. That's who we are. I've met feminine men. I've met macho men. I've met everything in between, but we just didn't take the time to say, I'm a woman. Yeah. Well, you couldn't, but he couldn't say he's a woman, because like this, you say, what is a woman? Your mama. What is a man? Your daddy. The end. Yep. Because how I got here was through a male and a female. That's how I got here. And that's the only way that we can get here. Now, you can make up whatever you want to, but listen, you're going to need a sperm and an egg. Where does the sperm come from? The male. Where does the egg come from? The female. You cannot change that with words. I think that was probably one of the best moments I've seen of Matt Walsh. He was talking to this female, air quotes, it was a dude chick, who was a paramedic. And he said to her, he said, so you're a paramedic, correct? And, and the you know, dude chick goes, yes. He goes, okay, so you show up to a house, 
there's a guy who identifies as a woman telling you that he's having a miscarriage. Do you check him for a miscarriage? And she had no answer for that. No, he had no answer for it. Because he wanted to be called she, which is just as retarded. And he knows that he has no goddamn uterus. So if you answer it, you're telling me whether you're totally crazy or just crazy as you stand here talking. Exactly. You let me know how crazy you are. Well, it's like the guy who just spent $12,000 to become a dog. And he's got that little thing and he goes walk, gets walked like a dog. You should look at that man and rightfully say he's crazy. Well, in today's world, you can't call him crazy. It's dysphoria. Yeah. <laughs> it's it, called dysphoria, man. Well, see, this is where we're we're learning to ignore anything that resembles fact, and then there's one narrative that is picked up, and then everybody must be on board with that narrative, or you're a bigot, you're a homophobe, you're a racist, you're you're you know they'll give you a list of names that are all bad names without. You've done nothing bad other than present the truth. Oh, yeah, because right now, this is where we're at right now. Instead of being saying what we're doing is wrong, we're just making it adaptable to accept, okay? Yes. So instead of changing our ways, we begin to change the wording of things, such as, Instead of pedophilia, now we call it minor attracted people. Okay? Yeah. Instead of sexual exploitation, uh, we call it adult entertainment. Okay. Well, we call it Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, Hollywood. <laughs> now, you know, they got sex cults where everybody go to the club and do it all night and bump and grind, right? And those are called clubs. They're called music clubs. Yep. So now all cults are called clubs. Adultery is now called swinging and open marriages. Mental illness is called gender dysphoria. And instead of gender mutilation, we call it gender transitioning. Yep. You know, it's crazy, man. Instead of fornication, you call it intimacy. Instead of lust, now we call it love. Instead of a spiritual battle of good and evil, they call it political phobia or hate speech or whatever else people want to make up. You know what I'm saying? I do. Then they say, uh, we are not called baby killers anymore. We're called abortionists. Yeah, because aborting a fetus and not a baby. Yeah. And nothing's no longer called sin. It's called complex. It's called addiction. It's called disorder. It's called obsession. So yep. so that we don't feel bad about our sins, we change the name of them. And when we hear the truth about them told to you, uh, we get conviction, but we condemn the person speaking and call it hate speech. Yes. A hundred percent. Change you know? the phraseology. Yes. Yeah. 
the it's, funny it's, thing is, a lot of this really got its start with the German SS and how they just took something, and it didn't matter what the facts were. They said their message, and they, they, they never looked at your fact. They never acknowledged your fact. They just said, this is it. Yeah. But Germans were following the guidelines of American slavery. It was yes. the same guideline. And we are doing that now. Yes. We are all beholden unto the government, and it's only because of the government we have things, and so we must give them much of the fruit of our labor. Not contribute. We must give. Must give. Well, that's not giving. If you must do something, it's not giving. It's taking. But they're calling it your contribution. Yeah. And see, I don't, you know, in this world, what's going to happen naturally, people don't understand there's a natural thing that's happening, right? And the world can't do anything about it. You can't write nothing about it. You can't read nothing about it. You can't do nothing but live through it. Exactly. That's what, huh? Exactly. Yeah, because that's what it all breaks down to. There's stuff that our laws, our ideas, and everything. Nature has taken back many civilizations before us with all our ideas and thoughts. That's why there are ruins that we study. And one day we will be ruins that someone else studies. True. Because nobody can explain, like they want to say the Aztecs built, the Aztecs uh, made all this Machu Picchu and all that, but there's many documentations now that say it was there when the Aztecs found it. See, one thing, the only thing that's going to tell the truth, right, about what's going on is when this weather changes. Okay? When this weather changes and it gets so hot beyond understanding, people are going to see the truth about what's going on. Period. They're going to see the truth. People will say, what are you doing? Why are they trying to hide the sun? I tell all my partners, from light skin to white, listen, when the sun gets hot, get your ass inside. Why are there all these intricate cave systems built all over the planet Earth Yeah. for people to live in? Yeah. Because we do go in cycles, and there is a solar cycle, and they're starting to understand it more. And it has to do with the Adam and Eve file that the government has that will not share. That says that when there is a polar, the uh, poles flip, that the Earth will basically shift 90 degrees. And the equator will become the edges. And see, see, this is where you've got to either figure out, do we live on a planet or do we live on a flat space? Because if we live on a planet, this is possible. If we live on a flat space, this is this is bizarre, stupid talk. All I know is people want to have a conversation much deeper than us paying attention to what we can know. There are things. Ah. Uh, uh. Cut him off again. 
Let me uh, let me play a couple commercials. I'm gonna get him right back. Hang on, we'll be right back. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is your governor speaking. Today's training evolution, dogfighting, taking on the corporate media. The rules of engagement are as follows. Number one, don't fire unless fired upon. But when they fire, you fire back with overwhelming force. Does it say that in the bill? I'm asking you to tell me what's in the bill. Number two, never, ever back down from a fight. If I could complete the question, though. So you're going to give a speech or ask a question? Number three, don't accept their narrative. Wrong. It's a fake narrative. I just disabused you of the narrative, and you don't care about the facts. It's why people don't trust people like you, because you peddle false narratives. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Let's get up And we're back. <laughs> Somebody don't want you talking, Herman. Hey, man. Hey, hey they, they want you to talk only when it makes the narrative sense. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. When you start speaking about anything outside of the reach of control, of the masses thinking in the same direction, and you start t- talking about people speaking and thinking individually, people don't want you to think that. They don't want you to do that at all. Much easier to control a group than it is to control individuals. Yes. Yes. And everybody wants to be a part of a group. And all of these groups, to me, serve a negative narrative because the narrative puts you in some type of place to be followed or some place to, piece of place to be categorized. And... Right now, there are very few people that are outside of a category. True. Period. Everybody basically right now can be tagged. Yep. You know, because you're a certain type of way and you swing towards this group or you swing towards this scenario. And they can narrow it down to basically what you are. Yep. And see, when you're a person that's not like that, as though you seem to think, then it makes it harder. Because we seem to think differently. And that's only because we seem to do think, and we only think as far as we think we know. Not to say that we're dumb or anything. <laughs> no. Well, I'll tell you one thing. I want to get to this before the show ends, because uh, we've been everywhere. I want to get to this new Biden talking lockdown again. Oh, yeah. there, there is so much evidence that it was destructive. There is so much evidence that it ruined people's lives. There's so much evidence that it put people out of business. There's so much evidence of sudden death now. There's so much evidence against it. How in God's name are we even talking about going back there? It's very easy. We're brainwashed. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they are doing the nice, predictable, the new variation is much worse than the old variation. And so we got to do something. Look, the old variation is still here. For easily a year, nobody's worn a mask. Nobody's social distanced. Everybody lived like they were living. Yet all the deaths are not people from the Rona. They're vaccinated people. Yeah, and they're not, and, they're not, and these people are not, like, catching anything. They're falling the freak out. They're not. <laughs> <laughs> they're right in the middle of the newscast. The weather's been... Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, dot, dot, dot. 
And uh, uh, LeBron's son. LeBron's son. Yeah. Eighteen year old heart attack. Yeah. Wait a minute. Hold up. They think heart attack. Cardiac arrest. <laughs> yeah. That, doesn't that bother anybody besides me? Oh no, because he's back on the news. You know, he's back in there again. They're talking about him not being able to play basketball ever again, but all of a sudden he's back in the, on the court. Huh. Jamie Foxx. Yeah. Madonna. Celine Dion. Yeah. The list goes on and on and on and on. And of on all and on. You know, all these stars of Broadway plays in the 40s dropping dead. All the turbocharged cancers. But we're not allowed to question it because that's okay. misinformation when everything that's been a question all along has turned out to be the truth. Yes. Yes. And when you start looking into these old things and the people were saying take the turpentine and the hard liver oil and this will take out the nanobites and things. They were talking about this in the 60s. Yeah. And the nanoparticles and things and stuff. Like, how do we? How do we get so damn dumb? <laughs> well, because it was all hidden. <laughs> it was hidden by the Rockefellers when they took over medicine. Yeah. And nobody asks you when you come in. Oh, your your cholesterol's up. What do you eat? What do you do? What? How much exercise? They just go take this pill. They'll take care. They'll take care of it. Just take this pill, because you obviously had a shortage of this pill. Yeah. And that's why your body's screwed up. Because what's in this pill is what your body needs. It's How do you exactly know that? what your body needs. Pass out, come in, and we regulate your dosage. Yeah. If you your butt starts pass- leaking, don't worry about it. Just wipe more. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Don't worry about the bleeding around the rim. That's, <laughs> that's one of the side well, effects. As long as it's red, you're not dead. (laughs) (laughs) Thank God you're not dead. (laughs) They're going to try to lock us back down because they can't have an open, honest election where people can watch it. Oh, no. Too many people have caught on. And if you uh, and if you and know anything about being poor, and you hear anything that we're saying, you realize ah, we we don't matter. No. Okay, we don't matter, and it, and and something has to come through for us on a level where it's bigger than who we are, because we're in a position where nobody cares about us, and we can't do anything about what they're doing to us. The truth. You know, and that and that's where it is. We're like sitting ducks to be truthful. And people say, "Well, what do you mean by that?" I said, "Man, think about it. Man, everybody's drugged out, uh, crazed out on some belief, one and another, whether it's politics, religion, LWHBQ, uh, whatever they want to be. But everybody is is, is 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 tied up, and their minds are so disfocused that the government can do whatever they want to do with us at any given time. And everyone's so huh? much." They believe it so much that you can't even provide them information that would dissuade them from what they believe. No, no. Oh, no. You can't persuade them from what they believe. 
something. Uh-uh, locked is, in. Yeah, locked in. And and whoever is on the LWHBQ side, they want to protect them. I mean, you know, people will die for the LGBTQ right now. Well, yeah, and they have special rights. Yeah. They can just say I'm something and walk into whatever restroom they want. Yes, I'm a... In the past, that was against the law. Wow. Now it's just gender dysphoria. Don't mind him. He's crazy. He's probably not looking at your daughter. Yeah, don't worry. he's probably not looking at your daughter. Don't worry about his just, penis sitting right. on, the, on the sink. Just like he does. Well, what if he decides that he's a man? Because he decided he was a woman, and that was all it took for him to be a woman. So all it takes for him to be a man again is to decide he's a man again. With your daughter in here. Right. Or in the locker room, naked. You can't tell me that isn't a get-off. Okay, which, which, which put all this lesbian shit aside? Which go straight male-female? You can't tell me that in your younger years and me and my younger years, when we were both driven by hormones, that's what teenagers are driven by, that you wouldn't have loved to go into a female locker room and just undress, and it would have been a get-off for you. No, because that because you was driven by hormones, and that's what you wanted to have—a hormone. Oh, yep, that's all it is. Yes, that's what a hormone means. And you can't. And see, it's funny. We can we can say that women have hormones that allow them to once a month be crazy, and all the things that are uniquely women, periods, and having babies. All the guy has to do is say he's a woman, and he doesn't have to go through any of that, that he gets all the accolades of a woman. No, because you can't, you got to be real. It's a whore that moans and acts crazy. That's it. <laughs> that's, that's what whore <laughs> It's a whore that moans and acts crazy. So if he wants to be considered a whore that moans and acts crazy, I don't who's he a whore to. You feel what I'm saying? You got to be a whore. Now you're telling me that a, a man can be a whore. I mean, from a female perspective, and it's not true. No. But, hey, people want to say it. You know, that's because men are becoming women and women are becoming men and all this other bull crap we're trying to make up. But you are what you are. And well, I can't get. That's the whole thing about you can be born a male or a female, but you can have different ways that you act. I'm perfectly okay with that. But for for me to suddenly just say, well, because you act feminine, you're a woman. No, I can't do that. Well, I act a damn fool sometimes, but that don't mean I'm a damn fool. Right. You know, I might act crazy sometimes. That don't mean I'm nuts. I might act like I'm greedy sometimes. That don't mean I'm going to get fat. I can act like I want to act. That don't mean I become it. And also doesn't mean I have to accept it. No. I don't have to be coming. I, we we go through changes. We have periods of time when we change and we we do different things. That doesn't mean we become it. You also learn from those experiences. Yes. And that's what you're supposed to do is learn from those experiences. You don't have to so turn we, every situation into a circumstance. Exactly. Well, that's part of. You and I have accepted that we can do so much to change the world. We can do our thing. We can do our radio show. We can do what we can around us. But in the big picture of everything, Herm and Dan are nothing. People don't want to hear that. They don't want to hear that they're nothing. 
oh, I'm something. No, you're nothing. Everybody's nothing. Even the rich elites are nothing. Because in the end all of end alls, there's going to be one day when they're going to die. All their money, all their belongings, all their achievements, all their accomplishments, all the, everything they've done does not matter on that day because they will join everybody else in that line. Yeah. That's it. And nobody understands it. No, and then that's when you get the answer. I mean, you and I can have our beliefs about what's beyond, but in the long run, there's only two answers. The two answers are there is something, there isn't something. That's it. That's it. There's nothing more. There's nothing more than that. What it is after that is you get to find out. That's why I call it the next great adventure. I don't call it dying. It's the next great adventure. Mm. You can be upset because I'm going from your world. That's perfectly okay. You can feel the loss of me not being in your world. But in the long run, I've been set free. From this adventure, because you're headed to your next great adventure. That's right. Mm. So it's not a negative. It is for the people here, but it's not for the people that go. Because if there is nothing, then you're released from worry. You're released from stress. You're released from everything. You don't have to work. You don't have to do anything. You're free. If there is something, what that is is the next adventure. And it is no no simpler than that. None. That is beautiful. (laughs) That is beautiful. That, is that's the best what helped me. That, that helped me when my mom died. Because yeah. in my head, I said to myself, when my mom was here, what was the one thing she wanted from me? Joy and happiness. So when she moved on, that didn't cease. Mm-hmm. So to sit here and spend the rest of my life in gloom and doom is something she absolutely positively would not have wanted. So to go on and be happy and live a full life is the I can do to honor her passing. Wow. That's cool. That's cool. That's cool. That's putting things into perspective, man. That's cool. And, and we all know it's hard. Yeah. But You've got to pick yourself up and use the days you're here to do the most you can with however you want to do it, and then the end will come for all of us because nobody gets out of here alive. Now, that is great. Yeah, because that's nothing but the truth. It is. That's nothing but truth and, and great, great insight and wonderful perspective. That people should have a nugget from that today. Incredible. 
Live each day like it's the last. Enjoy. Be good to everybody you meet. Smile. Be pleasant. Be be a nice person. Affect the most you can around you. But in the long run, you and I are a mere speck of sand on a beach anywhere in the world. There you go. That's the best way I've always explained it, but a, but a yet but a grain of sand anywhere on the beach in the world. But you do make a difference. Yeah. You can make a positive or a negative. And I, and I believe all this, you know, people talk about astro projection and, you know, seeing the world you want. It's the truth because the world you want is created in your head. The world you live in is created in your head. So why can you not want to create a better world to live in and project it out into the world around you and it become real? Yeah. Yeah. That is a perfect way to put it. The <laughs> things that you have in your head, you project it, make it become real. That's it. Allow it to manifest itself. Yeah. Allow it to happen, to be, to occur, to become, to have happened. Yeah, make it happen. And don't fear. Yeah. It don't matter. You shouldn't care. Right. You shouldn't matter. It shouldn't matter. You shouldn't care. Because, hey, all that matters is you and how you think about yourself, period. And if you're doing what you need to do positively, then what we're saying is going to roll in the right direction, period. It does. It does. If you notice the negative people who sit around being negative all the time always get negative things happening to them. Yeah, continuously. Continuously. But the positive people will have negative things happen to them and laugh at it and go, hey, just another list of shit that happened today. Yeah. There's something else that happened today because it's one of those days. And guess what? And tomorrow will be a new one. Right. And what you do depends on your attitude. Yeah, with some more challenges. Tomorrow, be, if you think you have some challenges today, wait till tomorrow. <laughs> yes. Wait till tomorrow. There'll be some there tomorrow, too. And it is when you're going to, and it depends on how you handle these things. Exactly. Period. If you handle them in a woeful manner, there'll be woeful days. Yes. If you look at those challenges as if they're, they're nothing but something to do when they're before me, and you take them on with no stress, that's what you're having. A peaceful day. Well, every, every, like death is the end. Everybody says that, but death is beautiful, as I just described to you, because you're free. You're finally set free from all the chains that hold you in this world. And there are a multitude of things that try to drag you down in this world. There's a multitude of people who try to suck the life out of you, try to make things miserable, try to tell you how horrible you have it. You can see a homeless man sitting on the street smiling. Now, how is he doing that if everything's so fucking horrible? If everything's so terrible, how is he smiling today? Right. I I made a joke about this one time. And although it's a a weird bit of truth in your face, I was uh, in Santa Monica walking on the beach. And Santa Monica is full of homeless and, and crackheads and what have you not. And there was a crackhead dude and a crackhead woman sitting there with nothing but a, go- uh, a grocery cart and few belongings and dirty. They obviously hadn't bathed in days. 
yet they both looked at each other and said they loved each other and smiled and were happy with that. They were surrounded by everything that should have made their life miserable and horrible, yet they still hadn't lost the ability to love each other. And if you don't tell me that's not the truest love of all, to sit there when both of you have nothing, both of you can't give each other anything, but still love each other, well, that, my friends, was the truest words ever spoken. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something was left to salvage. Yes. And as long as you keep your head up, and as long as you stay positive, you'll never be defeated. Yeah. And we need that message more than ever now. As long as you keep up your head, keep your head up and stay positive, you'll never be defeated. Yeah. Yeah. That's something that's something to live by. Well, we have we went a little over on time. There's no show good. after us. So I'm just going over into the next show, but I want to have a real good conversation with you today, and it was successful, yeah. as always. <laughs> you knew it. <laughs> yes, sir. And even though I don't have air conditioning, and even though it's uh, 86 in the van right now, I don't care. I've had a great conversation with a really good friend of mine, and I hope the people listening picked up some kind of positivity because it's very easy to find negative things. It's hard to find positive things, but the positive things mean way more than the negative. Mm-hmm. And that's why I appreciate our friendship like crazy. Yes, sir. It is a great thing. Yeah, buddy. That's how we do. It's a great thing. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Well, Herman, the highway's calling. I'm going to be making some time down the road. I hope to be over into Idaho before sunset. Okay. And it's been a pleasure to have you on the show as always, and we are going to get everything. When I stop in Vancouver for a couple of days, I'm going to try to start getting this show changed over to uh, conversations or something to do with our uh, rednecks and brothers. All right, man. We have have a purpose, you and I do. No doubt. We have a purpose to show people. And you can hear it when we speak. And we were doing it long before we put it in the radio. Exactly. This was something that was just like drinking water. It was natural. Yeah. And and to be true for the world, they're receiving the back end. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> well, it is come, it's once again time to sign off And I'm going to sign off As I always sign off Folks, if you're listening to this You are the resistance When the enemy comes into your life Like a flood Stand your ground And take your sword out In Luke 10 And go eyeball to eyeball with him and tell him, I have been given the authority to tread on snakes and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. Nothing will harm me. Stand your ground. When he tries to use one of his main tactics, 
which is fear. Tell him, for God has not given me the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Stand your ground. When he thinks you're down, tell him, I'm not down, Satan. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? Stand your ground. When he tells you you're a loser, tell him, I am the head and not the tail. When the enemy comes after you, tell him, Isaiah 54, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. Stand your ground. When he whispers in your ear and tells you you can't do this, throw Philippians 4.13 to him. I am able to do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Stand your ground.